the Public News Service Daily Newscast, June the 2nd, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. The recent mass shootings in Texas and in New York intersect with the organized labor movement among younger workers. Some in Minnesota say a safer workplace ties in with their demands for fair pay and better treatment. Last week's school shooting in Ovalde has renewed debate about gun control laws and whether schools should beef up security. But Mariah Roberson Moody, an education support professional in Minneapolis, would like to see conversation regarding safe and stable campus environments. In a recent AFL-CIO forum, she suggested that starts with adding professionals who can effectively engage with students. We have to be able to provide adequate supports like social workers, like nurses, like support staff. She says these themes were a central part of the recent teacher strike in Minneapolis, while adding that support staff are the ones routinely roaming the halls in schools where there isn't a lot of security. Roberson Moody says these workers should be given the proper support as they meet the mental health needs of students. The CDC says school connectedness can play a role in enhancing safety. I'm Mike Moen. The call for action comes as larger chains such as Amazon and Dollar General face growing scrutiny over workplace safety. Meantime, CNN reports four people were killed Wednesday in a shooting on a hospital campus in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Authorities responding to a call about a man armed with a rifle and a handgun at the Natalie Medical Building campus. We can confirm the shooter is dead, police said in a post, and they now confirm that shooting was self-inflicted. Nebraska did a better job counting the state's Latino residents in the 2020 census than new national undercount data suggests. According to analysis by the Brookings Institution, 5% of Latinos in the U.S. went uncounted in 2020, three times the undercount in the 2010 census. Lisette Aliaga Linares is an assistant sociology professor at the University of Nebraska at Omaha. She says she was not surprised by the high national undercount. Many of the Latino community don't trust public institutions. People don't ask for help. Even if your children are eligible for help out of fear that that will increase the threat of being deported. Civil rights organizations had warned that the Trump administration's hostile rhetoric toward immigrants would lead to a higher than average undercount. According to the Urban Institute, Nebraska's undercount in 2020 is projected to be 3.6 percent. I'm Eric Galatis. And CNBC reports sweeping restrictions on outdoor water use are now in effect for more than 6 million residents in Southern California. They note the mega drought in the U.S. West has produced the region's driest two decades in at least 1,200 years. This is PNS. Indiana has ended its participation in the Federally Enhanced Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP, For two years, all SNAP recipients received additional benefits to make ends meet. Emily Weikert-Bryant with Feeding Indiana's Hungry explains those benefits will once again be based on several factors, such as income and household size. She says folks can determine their exact benefit amount by calling the 800 number on the back of their electronic benefits card. And it'll give you the last benefit that you received in May. And it'll also give you the benefit amount for June so that families can at least prepare a little bit for the amount that they'll start seeing when benefits start loading on the 5th. Families who rely on free and reduced cost school meals for kids can also call or text the U.S. Department of Agriculture's National Hunger Hotlines to find a local summer meal site. The service offers support in both English and Spanish. This is Jonah Chester reporting. 
Now to Ohio, where homeowners who are struggling to stay afloat because of the pandemic may qualify for special assistance. A U.S. foreclosure market report in April found foreclosure filings were down 8% from March, but still 160% higher than at the same point in 2021. Ohio has the third highest rate, with one foreclosure filing for every 911 housing units. However, Sean Smith with the Ohio Housing Finance Agency says the Save the Dream Ohio program can help eligible households facing foreclosure or struggling with other housing costs. A lot of individuals have either lost their jobs or had a loss in income earning potential and therefore have difficulty either paying their mortgage, property taxes, heating bill, electric bill, those kind of things. Households may qualify for up to $25,000 to be used over six months for delinquent or future mortgage payments. Mary Sherman reporting. Finally, Eric Tegadoff lets us know Montana is considering a purchase of land in the central part of the state that could open up access to more than 100,000 acres of public land. Educational flights are taking place starting today to tour the big snowy mountains, which could see more visitors with the purchase of a ranch in the southern foothills. The 5,600-acre ranch was gifted to Shodare Children's Hospital when its owner died. Craig Osved is CEO of the hospital. What was most important to us is selling that property, but selling it where it would be to a buyer that would make it public for citizens of Montana. To pay in part for the acquisition, Fish, Wildlife, and Parks proposed using state funds from Habitat Montana. That's a program that gets some of its funding from recreational marijuana sales. This is Mike Clifford, Ford Public News Service, member and listener supported, heard on great radio stations, your favorite podcast platform, and find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.